everyone. Welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. This is Tony, and tonight I am joined by Liza and Adam. How's it going, gang? It's going. We've Excellent. got we've got opinions, comments, and concerns tonight. That's right, because tonight we're talking all about the D23 announcements from the recent D23 Expo that took place in Anaheim. I'm sure Adam's going to be very uh, jubilant. Very opinionated. Opinionated, jubilant. He's going to laugh. He's going to cry. He's going to have opinions. Well, I don't have, but the good thing is I'm not crying because, like, my favorites are here to stay, so. That's good. That's good. Like, like. We don't have to worry about Country Bears for the moment. Muppet Vision, Carousel Progress, those are all fine. Even Spaceship Earth, those are all fine. Right. All right, so where do we want to begin? Which coast? I think we should start on the West Coast. All right. Um, because Walt Disney World has the has the most amount of um, disappointments. All right, we will shoot on over to Disneyland, and uh, we'll go through the list and comment on it as we go. First announcement, and these are in no particular order, is that the Mandalorian and Grogu will appear in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge beginning in November. Oh, Grogu's cute, right? He is. He's adorable. What is that? Is that like that little um, big-eyed looking thing? <laughs> that's yeah. That's Baby Yoda. <laughs> oh, it's Baby Yoda. Okay. AKA Baby Yoda. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that is actually cool. I could do without the Mandalorian thing, but the the, the, the Baby Yoda, I think that's going to be fun. Everybody's going to want to see that. My, uh, it's great. It, it, it's, it's, that means that they're breaking up the Star Wars timeline, the the Galaxy's Edge timeline, mm-hmm. because um, Mandalorian appears in after episode six and the timeline of galaxy's edge is between episodes seven and eight so they're deciding to break that up but not for nothing they announced this in may may 27th on a disney parks blog post because it was announced at star wars celebration so although it's it's exciting this isn't any this is not something new that we didn't know about already we just found out when it was actually happening well it's old news that's new again exactly yeah. So, all right. So off of that, and I think this is a character appearance that appearance that I'm more excited about, and that is the Hulk meet and greet began in Avengers Campus this past week with the new robotic exoskeleton character. Um, apparently, they've got a Hulk, they've got a Yeti, and there's one other character, and I can't remember. Oh, it's a, it's a Wampa from Star Wars uh, that are these new exoskeleton suits. Uh, it looked really cool. Um, it's Hulk in his uh, quantum uniform, uh, and uh, it's it, it, it was impressive. What do, do you, you guys think? Do you does it bother you that he's in the the because we know, we kind of know why he's in the uniform. It's I'm sorry I'm going to sound really negative this whole this whole show. He's in the suit because they don't really they probably aren't comfortable showing his face mm-hmm. with his with his you know mouth movements and such. So does that. How does it make you feel when you when you were a little boy, Tony? Yes. A little boy, seven years old, and and you wanted to meet the Hulk. Did you want to meet the Hulk in his green, you know, skin and ripped jeans, or did you want to meet the Hulk in the white Avengers uh, quantum manium time machine suit <laughs> with a helmet? Well, all we knew back in the forties was uh, <laughs> what was the Hulk in his purple stretch pants. That is what we uh, were familiar with. So we didn't know any better. And if you saw what the Hulk costumes looked like back then, you would have you you would be appalled. 
Well, I'm looking at him, and he looks like a giant, like, guy going to space um, <laughs> with green gloves. Like, that's just what it looks like. I would never know that this was the Hulk in a million years. But I've never seen these movies. I don't watch those. And I was always amazed how all of Hulk's clothes ripped off. But oddly enough, his pants didn't come off all the way. So that was always surprising. (laughs) Yeah, we shop at a special store for stuff like that, Liza. (laughs) Anyway, I just, I was like, why, why, how is his pants still on? It's just, that's unfortunate for him. So I think that this, I would not recognize it. I'm looking at it and I just wouldn't know that's who it was supposed to be, except it's a giant man suit mm-hmm. does he say hulk smash a lot because then i can recognize that he he does not uh well then does he, does he, does he, it doesn't even matter we've gotten too far from what hulk's supposed to be that's my and opinion you have exactly the movies so how, how do you know how far we've come well i can see it right here it's a, a giant man suit space suit with green gloves i mean or unless his fingers are exposed so we can expose fingers but everything else has to be protected. I uh, I personally love it. I I think it's uh, I think it's awesome. Well, good. Yeah, so this can, is you for can go you. Hug the Hulk. And 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 I want to show up for a meet and greet. And you will. And I want to see the uh, the baby Yoda. Disneyland <laughs> in November. It is Eliza. Well, we'll head over. Yes. There. I'll be um, there in December. Also coming to Avengers Campus, uh, Bob Chapek did announce that uh, there will be a new e-ticket attraction coming to Avengers Campus. And uh, they did reveal that there will be a character in there called King Thanos, and mm. he he is the Thanos that won. Um, and uh, that's pretty much all that's been there. There's a little bit of concept art. I know originally there was a, supposed to be a, a Quinjet attraction. Um, don't know if that's still going to come into play or not, but uh, rumor was that each of the Avengers campuses uh, across the world would kind of have this Quinjet attraction and they would interact with each other campus. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll see what this evolves into. Well, I I just went to Avengers Campus for the first time and they really need another like attraction. They did the, mm-hmm. the, the Web Slingers ride. It's fun, but it's not like an e-ticket for me. Like right. I, I, it doesn't feel like that. Like it's it's fun. It's it's almost like Toy Story Midway Mania. But yet you're not pulling a string. You're flinging your like elbow joints out, you know, right. like. It's and I was trying to really not have to do it like to hurt my arm or something, but but it I they need something there. It's not enough. Right. Well, you know that's that's been the uh, the mo every time they've opened up a new land. You look at Pandora, two rides. Toy Story Land, two rides. Galaxy's Edge, two rides. Yeah. Avengers Campus, two rides. You're you right. Know, it's 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 what they've done over the past uh, what five six years. That's true. I didn't think about that. You're right. That's what they're doing now. Yep. Two rights. Maybe we'll so, pop another one out. Yeah. So I mean, they. So this is. So like, this is another one where 2019 D23 a ride was announced. So this ride, I mean, we. It's surprising that they had to change it so much in three years. Um, I don't believe that Quinjet ride is coming. I think this is the ride that is replacing that one. Um. They uh, they're calling it a multiverse attraction where you're going to get to see all forms of your favorite superheroes, which that's exciting. I do like that. Uh, King Thanos has a goatee and um, 
Bob Chagpeck recently has grown a beard with a goatee. Very interesting, coincidentally, that the two of them have grown. I've, ne- I've uh, never seen the two of them together. They have grown <laughs> beards and goatees at the same time. Maybe they needed a model to um, a face model for King Thanos. Um, this, uh, yeah, this this land needs another ride for sure. It needs a big ride, and hopefully this will be it. Um, I just I saw a rumor that this is not confirmed, but that it's going to be a track to ride, not trackless. Mm-hmm. And it would open by 2025, which is amazing that they, it's going to take that long. But they still have to build a building for this. They don't have they have the entrance for it, but they don't have the building to house all this stuff. So they've got some work to do. And the other thing they didn't they did not confirm is that if it's going to the Avengers campus in Hong Kong and in Paris, they just announced it for DCA right now. So we'll see if that gets duplicated or triplicated. All right. Well, one thing I'm not sure that it's really needed is that the Pacific Wharf section of California Adventure is going to be reimagined into San Francisco, which was the city in Big Hero 6. Uh, the only thing they've announced for this section is, along with the retheming, there will be a Baymax meet and greet. Which we've already had in world but that's okay i don't know i'm kind of excited about this i i think it it could be really good i mean it is kind of california kind of i think it it takes away from the whole aspect of california adventure celebrating california and all of a sudden you're dropping this san francisco pier uh you know seaside section in the middle of california adventure yeah it does kind of take it away because it's 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 like when they put Arendelle and the fro- the Frozen ride in Norway. It's supposedly kind of Norway, but it's not really. It's the it's same got, thing. Yeah. yeah, it's the same thing. That's what it's kind of like got the vibes for me. But I don't know. I guess they feel like they needed something. But I don't know. They have the Incredicoaster. They've got – well, that's actually not on that side. Pacific – they've got the boat. Of, if they take that sourdough bread out, I'm going to be ticked off. Yeah, they've taken away Bowdoin's Bakery Tour and the Girardelli. Those are extremely popular that fit that that area because of the San Francisco thing. I, I am, like, surprised that th- this was – nobody had this rumor out at all. I am generally surprised that they are spending money to yeah. retheme something and not at a ride, right. just at a meet and greet, and, and, and just spend money just to change the way something looks for a movie that – you know, is has been out for what ten years? And by, by the time it gets built, yeah, it'll okay. be ten years. Yeah. Yeah, and um, the, you know, I'm sure it was popular, but it wasn't like Frozen popular. It's just very, I'm just very shocked that they they are spending money on this, that they think it's going to move the needle and make it more popular for people to go to. Very strange. Right. Agreed. All right, on to the next item on the list. Uh, this is something I really have no interest in. Uh, Run Disney is returning to the Disneyland Resort, but not until 2024. So we're, we're going to give you, uh, you know, almost a year and a half to uh, to stew about that. And you don't, you don't want to pay thousands of dollars extra to run and sweat? Uh, no, I just don't like running. <laughs> I hate running. And I don't know why you would pay to do it. But, hey, people love it. And people that really love it, they are super into it. Right. And it's, no. it's a it's a big money maker for Disney those weekends. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're getting money for people to run. I mean, think about it. The, yeah. I would like to do that. Hey, hey, I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> Are you doing the run Disney, Adam? Yeah, I'm, I signed up for the half marathon in January. But that's good. 
if you want to, I mean, I, really I wouldn't do it. I really don't want to. Our, our, our friend of the show, Allison, kind of coaxed me into doing it. Um, so I got to start training for it you at some point. better start training. Here, here's the thing, Adam. You just have to be faster than that bus that picks up the slow people. No, hey, I, that might not be the worst thing is get ride the bus for the last <laughs> Adam's going to be like right in front of the bus the whole time. Maybe you can wear wheelies and you can lean up against the front of the bus and just like roll. (laughs) Oh gosh. Um, Yeah. I think uh, this is good. This is good. They they haven't had a race since I think 17 or 18 when they did. It might've been 17 because they were doing a bunch of construction and and that, that affects where they can run. But um this is no. This is this was another thing that was not rumored at all, and um, and now it's coming back. So that's good. That's good news. Awesome. Well, something that was uh, not just rumored, but what we've known about for a while is that uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is headed to Toontown, and as part of the Toontown uh, addition, uh, they're going to be reimagining some of the sections of Toontown. Uh, and they have released some concept art of the El Capitoon Theater queue. Uh, they've uh, repurposed Donald's boat. Uh, it's still going to be a water playset. Uh, they're going to be including Goofy's how-to play yard. That's going to be a spongy, soft ground with uh, something called a sound garden. Um, and uh, it looks like it's going to be, you know, a lot more family friendly. It's going to reopen in 2023, which has been the design all along. And, uh, you know, it, 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 the, the concept art looks nice as, as it always does. Is, and, uh, what isn't sound, isn't sound garden, uh, a band that plays at the Epcot Eat to the Beat Festival? Uh, if yeah. only they don't. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a <laughs> little don't. too hardcore for Eat to the Beat. <laughs> um, yeah. Eat to the Beat can't handle that. Uh, this is this is another good one. They they uh, we I mean we've known this f- for a while, but Runaway Railway is not replacing anything in in Toontown. It's just it's a new it's another ride, um, as opposed to like in Florida they replaced the Great Movie Ride. So this is uh, positive, and uh, and they're opening. They have more green space, more more places for kids to run around, which is great. You know how many times you guys have children. How many times when they were younger, it was you, they just needed a place to run around. They didn't, you know, necessarily need a ride. They just needed to blow off some steam. I guess I don't know. I don't really <laughs> remember my kids needing to do that at Disney. <laughs> you know, if only there was a pavilion where kids could play. Well, that, well uh, yeah, yeah, maybe not. We're getting to that, but but not eventually. Really. <laughs> All right, uh, let's uh, let's pop outside of the parks for a second and uh, head on over to Paradise Pier. Uh, It's officially going to be renamed Pixar Palace. I'm sorry, Pixar Place Hotel. Uh, They're going to be putting in a Finding Nemo splash pad. And uh, the uh, re-theming is already underway. And I believe they're putting a new restaurant in the first floor as well. I think this is a fabulous idea. I think it is long overdue. Those rooms needed a refurb big time. They need to get rid of those. But I bet you, oh my gosh, Tony, I just thought about it. Instead of the beach ball pillows, I bet they don't throw them all out. I do, I bet they do the Pixar ball. Pixar ball. Yeah, that's part of the concept art. Oh, I didn't even see the concept art. I should look at it probably. But they um, they really needed to do something. I think it's a fantastic idea. Have you guys stayed there? We have. Our last trip, we stayed there. Okay. Did you like it? I, you know, it, as, as a value resort, it does the job. 
Yeah, that's true. It's not value price though, right? Oh no, it's, no. it's the it's the lowest price of the three resorts there. Yeah, but I think you're still paying over like four hundred dollars a night. For, I mean, yeah, you know, you guys pricey. would know more than it's me. It's still very pricey. Yeah, it's very um, pricey. It's funny. It's, they're keeping the initials PPH, right? Paradise, uh, Pixar Place Hotel, a Paradise Pier Hotel, right? That's on purpose. Kept the initials. Um, the, yeah, like Liza said, this is overdue. They they needed to do something, I guess, at some point. And um, instead of knocking the whole place down, they're gonna they're gonna redo it. So that's good. Right. And uh, the restaurant that's coming to their first floor is going to be a restaurant called Great Maple, which I guess is a, uh, a restaurant from Southern California. And they operate uh, the other food and they'll operate the other food and drink locations at the hotel. Uh, and they're telling people to prepare for maple donuts and fried chicken. So uh, if anyone knows about uh, Great Maple, uh, drop us a drop us a note. Let us know what it's like. Katie Cover might know. I think she listens to the show. I I am shocked that that Disney's hiring an outside firm to handle the restaurant food things at the hotel. Now they have like third parties at you know downtown Disney and Disney Springs, but they don't do that in their own you know in their hotels or in their. I mean, they do do it, I guess, at the parks with like, you know, some of the Epcot restaurants. A lot of the Epcot restaurants are owned by their partner. They don't really own, they're operated. So maybe it's not as as rare as I would think. But regardless, a change, any changes there is a welcome change for sure, because that place is getting old. Agreed. So let's let's jump into uh, Disneyland. And we did get some additional details on the Tiana attraction, the retheming of Splash Mountain for Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Um, but uh, as part of that, uh, they have already opened a new store in New Orleans Square called Eudora's Chic Boutique, featuring Tiana's gourmet secrets. Uh, Eudora was Tiana's mother, and she's a dressmaker. So this store sells. Uh, dresses and uh, I guess some type of gourmet food items and this has already opened uh, it replaced the store Le Baton Rouge uh, that used to be there um, so what are your what are your thoughts on Tiana's Bayou Adventure? Liza you're from the Bayou. Oh yeah I'm from the Bayou for sure. T- tell us about the mountains in Louisiana. I know wasn't that crazy? That was just <laughs> shirt at Sam's Club because you know I go to Sam's Club all the time they know me there. I'm not trying to brag, but <laughs> I'm a VIP. Tiana's Bayou Adventure, I don't really know. Is it, what is it? Well, it's going to replace uh, uh, Splash Mountain. Oh, oh, that's and where it is. It's okay. going to be the story of Tiana venturing into the bayou to find her animal friends. And she's hosting a party for the people of New Orleans, but it's missing a special ingredient. And that's you. And that's that's what Splash Mountain is going to become. Okay, but th- then there's going to be the same thing in World. Yeah, we yes, we we're, we're pretty sure it's going to be the same thing. The model that they showed was for Disneyland because it's got the single file rows on mm-hmm. the on the boats. Um, but we're under the impression that they're going to be almost identical. Now both rides aren't completely identical as Splash. No. Um, Magic Kingdom is a little bit longer, but uh, yeah, uh, we're on like. We're unsure, like, if they're going to have a lot of animatronics, how much of the inside stuff is going to change. There's a lot of unknowns. Mm. Both of them are both of them are supposed to open late 2024, which means they got to close both splashes 
like fairly soon. soon. Yeah, yeah, I really just want them to keep those chickens at the end. <laughs> I want those so, chickens. So I, I think the question is, will the January refurb uh, shutdown be the permanent shutdown for Splash Mountain this time? Um, I really think it should be. Don't because, you think? Well, uh, you know, they did not announce a date. Uh, they just mm-hmm. said they, they announced an opening date, an opening time frame. Uh, but they have not announced a closing date uh, for the ride the, as it yeah, currently I, sits. I think they wait till after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, January. yeah. As somebody who has been pretty much like raised my whole life in Louisiana, I know everything about the swamp. I think Disney Disneyland's New Orleans Square. It's a spot on accurate. If you've never been to New Orleans, it looks like that. It. It's it's really a replica of some of the spots in New Orleans. So they do a great job with that. So I'm hoping that they keep that Bayou theming in this ride. And, you know, because I love Princess and the Frog. I don't know if it's because I'm Louisiana and it's kind of Louisiana. Well, I mean, it is in Louisiana. So I'm just, I love it. I'm glad that they're doing this refurb. I didn't really think that the song of the South was going to translate to people because they don't know the movie. People don't really know that. My kids don't know it. They have no idea, except they just know the ride. I think it's going to be good. I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. So I just hope they do it right. Adam? They also, they also said that Disneyland is going to be getting um, Tiana's Palace restaurant. We're unsure like what kind of restaurant it's going to be. And where it's going. If I had to guess, it's going to be Hungry Bear. They're going to retheme to Tiana's Palace. If they're not building something new. Because Hungry Bear is very close to Splash and what will be Tiana's Bayou Adventure. The other option would be the Cafe Orleans. But that's in between Splash and then... They're they're not going to touch Cafe Orleans. They They can take Hungry Bear at this point. Yeah, because it doesn't have your. Uh, although they did get the, I believe, pretty it's sure. It's not got the, the same. Not the same. Not the same. Nope. <laughs> the um, yeah. So uh, for, uh, Cafe Orleans is in between Splash and then Mansion, and then there's the 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 courtyard area there. It's too. I think it's too far away to then be themed together. So my guess would be it's going to be Hungry Bear, is that they're going to change? Because that's on the water too, and I don't think that's really necessary. Again, I'm surprised that they're spending the money on that. Um, I mean, they could just have Hungry Bear serve, you know, Tiana's food, but they don't necessarily have to call it that if they didn't want to, but they're going to. So, right. um, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm hopeful. I will say this, you know, I might be negative towards the company, but the rides that they have been putting out in the past, uh, I don't know, five years have been very good. You know, Cosmic Rewind, Ratatou- uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, rise even smugglers run and and the pandora stuff they're all very good so i don't have my doubts that bayou adventure will be well, won't be good i think it's going to be good um as long as it's got you know good music everyone loves good music and a ride so it's got the good music and uh you know just more robots please i hope they don't like cheaping out screens I, I hope it's more robots right all right um Coming to Disneyland next year, celebrating the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company, is a new fireworks show called Wondrous Journeys. Uh, That's going to replace Disneyland Forever, which is now about seven years old. I mean, how can you hate a new fireworks show? Liza, did you see the Disneyland Forever when you were there? Um, I saw some of it through some trees. (laughs) 
I mean, Disneyland fireworks, if, if you catch it when it's going on, then, it, you know, it's great. But you could potentially go there and never see any because of the wind or the conditions because their conditions are very it's 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 touch and go like you don't know from one day to the next if you're going to be able to see it so they only did fireworks one time when i was there yeah um and and a lot and a lot of times they only do fireworks on the weekends not during the week especially like not not in the summer not in the holidays they'll just do Mm -hmm. on the weekends so if you're there on a if you're there during the week you know in october september you might not get fireworks Yes, that's true. I mean, I've been there many, many, many times throughout the years, and there's been a handful of times where I've caught a fireworks show. It's not like World. It's not like Disney World where you can just look forward to the fireworks. You don't know if you're getting that. <laughs> it's just in, in, in any little thing. The wind's blowing a little bit and your hair is moving. They probably cancel it. And this is supposed to like encompass 60... Animated, uh, all 60 Disney animated movies, right, Tony? Did you, does it say that there? Uh, yeah, I believe it does, yes. Yeah, so that, I don't know how they're going to throw 60 movies in a one 20-minute long uh, fireworks presentation, but I'm sure they can figure it out. Exactly. All right, also coming back to Disneyland is the Magic Happens Parade, uh, which debuted just prior to COVID uh, and did not have that long of a life, so that will be coming back uh, at a date to be mentioned later. And uh, Mickey and the gang are going to get platinum costumes uh, for 100 Years of Wonder. Mm. Um, Magic happens. I never saw it, but it reminds me of something else that happens. (laughs) I can't can't look at the name of the thing. Because I'm like, (laughs) I just think I'm I'm bad. I'm sorry, I'm 12. Uh, Yeah, it ran for like two weeks. And uh, I saw, I've only seen the videos and it looked great. Uh, So... That's good it's coming back because that was a parade that I'm sure they spent a lot of money on that they're finally going to bring back. That's good. Well, they need to bring that parade that they had over to Disney World so we can have a nighttime parade. What was the name of that parade? I saw it. Main Street Electrical? Nope. You want uh, Paint the Night? Paint the Night. That was it. I watched that one. It was really, really good. Mm -hmm. They need to bring it to World. We (laughs) need that show here. What are they doing with it? Where is it at? Well, it's like in a well, well, so a couple rumor. One rumor is that it got destroyed because what? the well, because like the the pack. So they, there's a lot of like performers that are that are loaded up with lights, or they have to wear like battery packs. And apparently they were too heavy. What I heard was they're too heavy, and they they were weighing people down. Which, which you can un, you can kind of understand that if I mean, but that was also because that parade's ten years old. Who knows? Maybe now they've got lighter batteries that they can use. So if it's not destroyed, I, I'm I don't see why why they wouldn't bring it back. Um, well, they just need to suck it up and train a little <laughs> harder. But uh, but they do have Main Street Electrical Parade, which is now got have has glowed away again. And I, uh, spoiler alert, I thought it was going to be going to Florida, and it's not. Uh, it's not going anywhere. And I'm surprised it's not going anywhere. I'm surprised they're not using it as a nighttime parade since they have it ready to go. But paint the night isn't coming back, at least not yet. And so isn't Main Street Electrical. We just don't get anything. That's fine. Yet again. And uh, we've also got some restaurants coming to the downtown Disney district, uh, including Porto's Bakery and Cafe. And uh, everybody went nuts over a noodle restaurant. 
That's a noodle restaurant alert we have going on in the background. <laughs> Noodles. That's my that's my bird feeder alarm. Um, Portos. Have you guys ever had Portos? I have Probably not. not. Liza, yeah. have you had Portos? No. no I don't even know what that it's is. it's like a uh, it's like a small chain in Southern California uh, bakery. They do a lot of like Cuban uh, type type sandwiches. It's very inexpensive. You know, like sandwiches for like under ten dollars. They have like dollar items. Um, it's very good. It's very good. I I wish we had it around here because they are they have a drive through if you need that or you can go inside and sit down. It's it's like fancy looking, but it's it's good priced. This will be a big hit in downtown Disney. And then Din Din Tai Fun was something that was already announced back in April, and I and I guess they're finally confirming it. This is like a bun and dumplings, they call it right? dumplings type restaurant. Looks very good. I have not eaten there, but that's another. That's more national chain. They're, they're I think they're in New York City and D.C. and L.A. and such. So um, I don't know where this is actually going in downtown Disney, but it, it looks very good. Yeah, it's funny because uh, the the Din Tai Fung was announced back in April, uh, and at that time they also announced Paseo and Centrico. Uh, and you know, nothing, nothing was said of them at D23. So I don't, I don't know what makes this, uh, Ooh. uh, Din Tai Fung so, so exciting. Huh? So, so maybe, well, so these are third parties. Um, they pay rent. If you're unfamiliar, they pay rent to down, uh, to Disney to be there. And they have, usually they have to outfit the location themselves. They have to pay for the renovations and such. So Disney likes these companies because they get rent from them. <laughs> and um, it, it, they were – Josh DeMar was very excited to announce these two that were coming in. So mm-hmm. uh, this is this is a good moneymaker for the company. And uh, maybe those other two backed out of their agreement, and that's why they didn't get announced. Well, it could be, but uh, apparently they were, you know, Michelin chef-style restaurants. So, you know, there was pretty big names attached to them. Uh, so – Maybe they, I mean, maybe they priced, maybe the, you know, the price point they realize isn't going to work there, possibly. I don't know. Yeah, not, uh, not sure. Maybe somebody but, could check with uh, Michelin chef, Chef Carlos Gaetan, and let us know. Uh, All right, so uh, that pretty much wraps up uh, California's. We'll, we'll stick with the positives and head on over to the East Coast uh, and Central Florida. Uh, Walt Disney World Resort. We will start off in Magic Kingdom and. Uh, you know, Tiana's Bayou Adventure, as we stated, for Disneyland is also coming to Florida. Should be somewhat identical attractions, uh, so we don't really need to talk about that again. Uh, but big news, uh, as far as I was concerned, is that Happily Ever After is going to be returning to Magic Kingdom in 2023. I was excited about that. I, I like many that people song. were. Yeah, I mean, not like I don't like the other show, because I, st- I like the the other show, the one that they have now, forgot the name of it. Enchantment. I like Enchantment. I like that one too. So I don't know. They've been doing pretty good with my Magic Kingdom shows. I'm happy with both of them. So whatever they need to do, they can do it. As long as it's not Wishes. I didn't like Wishes. I was a weirdo. I didn't like Wishes. I know everybody would freak out if they brought Wishes back, but I wasn't a fan. 
Now, did you see how they announce how they describe it as coming back? So they say that the this is this is a quote from Josh tomorrow, right? Popular anthem Happy Ever After will play again when an updated nighttime spectacular returns to light up the skies over Cinderella Castle. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so the the song is coming back. I, I my guess is the show as it exactly was is not coming back, but they're going to add things to it. I, I, my guess is they're going to add the more recent movies and can't uh, soul and Luca because they weren't in happy labor after. So um, my guess is they're going to like take some stuff out that's older and add the new stuff that's in. I can see that. I can see that. And I'd be okay with that. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. I was good with it. I just, uh, I really like that happily ever after song. It was a good song. All right. Well, as long as Liza's fine with it, uh, I'm good with it as well. Okay, good. Because that's really all that matters. <laughs> and and also opening in 2023, supposedly during the spring, is Tron Light Cycle Run. <gasps> I, I'm not sure if you guys are aware they've been building this. <laughs> oh, I've been so I've been watching this for so long, and this is like the I love Jeff Bridges in that movie first of all, in the original. <laughs> But I, I mean, he was getting the second one too. It's just he wasn't like I needed him to be in it more. And I am so excited. This blew my mind when I was a kid and I watched this movie. I just can't wait. I can't wait. I've watched the one in isn't it, isn't it in Shanghai? Is it in Shanghai Disney? The other Tron? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I watched the videos of that. If it's anything like that, oh, it's gonna be so good. Are you guys so excited for this? Are you gonna write yeah, this? Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be the same thing. Um, okay, well that's um, really fun. Yeah, no, it looks great. I, I'm. I don't think Jeff Bridges makes an appearance. I'll be honest. Oh, Sorry. He needs to. <laughs> maybe they'll. Maybe they'll get a special thing from him. But uh, he needs to do the pre-show. I was hoping this would be opening before Christmas, uh, but it's not. And uh, it's going to take them taking them five years now to build this. I know. I'm I'm very surprised it's not opening before the Christmas holiday. Yeah, it's really messed up, Disney. I mean, what are we doing? We've been watching this for so long. It should only take the same amount of time that it takes to make a human to make a ride. That's about nine months. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say about seven minutes. <laughs> no, about nine months. Okay. That's how much time you have, Dizzy. Is it? See, that's why they don't want me running the company. You know what? I made a human in nine months. You can make this ride in less. It is amazing. They built like, I mean, they built Disneyland in a year. Now, granted, it's not it's not the Disneyland that we know today. You know, it's a more primitive form of it. But but it had, you know, Jungle Cruise and the dark rides and such. um, And the castle and, and Tron taking them five years. It's taken them five years to build a ride that they already built. So it's just. Uh, oh boy. It's uh it's a long now they did they did pause construction for a time for COVID in the middle, which yeah. uh, which was a which was a, a a a decision because Universal did not stop their construction when they when COVID happened. Um they, and, but Disney decided to, so and Universal's getting one step closer to having their whole other theme park. <laughs> Yeah. Watch the whole other theme park open up before Toronto opens up. <laughs> that would be awful. Crazy. It is. Well, all right. Um, coming to Magic Kingdom in a, uh, as far as I'm concerned, an announcement out of left field 
is that the Hatbox ghost is going to be uh, become part of the Haunted Mansion. Yes, there he is in all of his glory. Here's his head. It's in a box. Oh, there it is. It's on his head. And that's it. Everybody was freaking out, though. They were losing their heads. Ah, <laughs> yes, they were. Over the Hatbox ghost. I mean, he's not a bad thing. I mean, if, I feel like the Haunted Mansion has evolved throughout the years. They've added things. And maybe they'll continuously add stuff throughout the years. And I'm okay with that. You know. Yeah, as long as it's not like as long as it's not like too like like real with these movies that they got a haunted mansion movie coming out next year and you know I'm hope I'm hope hopefully they don't like make as long it as that Eddie Murphy movie. doesn't make a appearance for good. <laughs> um yeah that, but the the, haunt, the hatbox goats itself I mean it just uh, it's, it's something they've already done so why not do it again? Yeah. You know, plus up the attraction. I think that's fine. So yeah. Okay. All right. And then in some rather uh, blue sky kind of fuzzy oh. announcement, uh, Disney has said that uh, themed lands for Coco and Canto and Disney villains are in an early stage of development for inclusion in Magic Kingdom. Okay. So this is where I feel like they're making promises that they're not going to keep. I kind of feel like that. I feel like they had a lot of stuff that they needed to hide. Like, you know, we'll just throw in some other stuff. I mean, we could theoretically do it. Will we do it? We don't know. When will we do it? Maybe never. But we're just going to say it. And that's where I'm at with that. Until I see breaking ground, I don't know. This was a very weird part. This was the weird part of the whole uh, the expo of of the whole presentation. If you were watching it, like I was, um, because I was, they they basically said what's beyond Big Thunder, and then they put the art, the concept art for those three sort of lands. Like, so it's I'm a more, who knows what it's going to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Now, if it now, you know, we we have no idea how they would lay this stuff out, but I will say in the in the episode we did where we were, you know, where we were hopeful for our predictions, if you will, D23. One of the things I said, and you guys kind of made fun of me, was that I would like if they connected Big yeah. Thunder to Haunted Mansion area, right? Yeah. And, and now, if they do this the way I think they would do it, is they would put a Coco and Encanto land sort of around, either either cut off part of the Rivers of America or put it around the Rivers of America on the north side of it, and then if you put a villain's land neck on the eastern side of that, where it's close to the haunted mansion, where you've got a little more, more spookiness, those two things mm-hmm. kind of go next to each other. They they with this expansion, if they do it and they do it the way, you know, they're sort of saying it beyond Big Thunder, they might connect Big Thunder to Haunted Mansion. Hmm. I think so they need to just put the villain's island where Tom Sawyer's island is. Put it on an island. Put it on Tom Sawyer's Island. Get rid of Tom Sawyer's Island. Do the villains island. They're like all like you. They have their own island. It's kind of like how Australia used to be like a prison island. (laughs) Then they've they've exiled all of the all of the villains to the prison island, just like Australia. Sorry, Australian listener. I say just fill in the rivers of America, and then they've got a whole bunch of extra land to work with. Oh, just drain the river and get rid of the boat. Do you know what that's got to cost to upkeep? The river? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but it, it's probably less. It's probably as much as changing San Fran, uh, uh, Pacific Wharf to San Francisco, 
which doesn't right. make any sense. I, I I am I am pro Rivers of America. I like the uh, Liberty the Liberty Bell boat ride. Mm-hmm. I like Tom Sawyer Island. I've never yeah. ridden that boat. What? Nope. Never did it. You didn't go on it with me? On the uh-uh. Fi- no, you didn't. Yeah. That's right. No, I didn't remember because something was going on and the line was too long. I don't know. No, no, no the line was long. There was no line. <laughs> oh, there was no line. Oh, that's right. I had to do something else. You uh, did something else. You, but I did want to go. I think I actually ditched you because I was like. Oh, you ditched me. That's right. You ditched me. Well, I said, well, we were with the, you know, I don't want to give too much away. We were okay. with a group. We were with the group and I wanted to go ride. You know, I'm trying to ride all the original rides on the 50th. And I was going to do it. Everybody was walking slow. And I was like, we're going right, to I'm going to go because the Liberty Bell doesn't run till till closing. It closes early. So I was like, well, if I'm going to make this, I could do it now. So I just kind of, I did. I'm sorry, I ditched you. But they could, uh, they could cut off part of the north end of Tom Sawyer Island if they wanted to, and the Rivers of America, kind of like what they did in Disneyland when they added Galaxy's Edge. They don't really have to because there is a whole plot of land back there that they could just cut some trees down. Um, I don't know. It, I, what I like, what I, it. it if this isn't replacing anything, I'm all for it. Like new stuff. We always need new stuff. We don't need to replace stuff. We need new stuff. So if this is replace. If this is new stuff, go ahead, build it. You know, in Canto Land with the, the house Madrigal, whatever the heck you call it, and then Coco, you fly on the back of the of the animal, whatever the heck that an- I don't know what they're called, the animal, and then villains. I don't know what they would do with that. But the sky's the limit with that kind of stuff. Put it on the island. Sam. I don't know if the way. island's like. Big enough, but but the it's island's a big. The island is big. I've been on that island a few times. I actually did do that. I mean, I just I feel like you know there's a lot you could do there because it's it is big. I don't Tony, know. Are you okay? You Tony, are you okay? Well, yeah, you just said get rid, fill in the whole river. You don't you don't seem to care oh, the about whole river about the time story kids, do you, Tony? Oh no, I'm just I'm just saying that because could you imagine if that if that's what they decided to do, how nuts people would go. You think they would? Nuts right I now. wouldn't care. I wouldn't care. Well, you wouldn't care. You never went on the boat. But people like me who like the boat, I care. You've been on the boat multiple times? Yeah. Okay. The best the best time to go on the boat is at, like, dusk. Because the lights are on, on, on you know, in Liberty Square and in Frontierland. Uh-huh. And, you, and you're, you can see, like, the twinkle of the lights through the trees. It's very uh-huh. romantic. Okay. And it's just a leisurely, you know, cruise. It's it gets a breeze in your in your face. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much land back there. There's beyond Big Thunder. There's no reason for them to remove something if they can just put it in a new spot. So you've seen what's beyond. Yeah, I'm looking at a map right now. It's just okay. It's just you know, it's trees, it's swamp, it's it's what. I just you know, wouldn't be surprised this... if they took over that island. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not utilized enough. I don't know how many people actually go over there every day. I don't know either. I don't think anybody does. <laughs> they, <laughs> enough to keep it open. Yeah, they're keeping it open because they don't have to really pay much for it to be open. Because it's basically just a giant walkthrough. It's not costing them a lot of money, I wouldn't think. So. Yeah, exactly, and 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 it's just it's a place for people to go. So, yeah, uh, that's it for Magic Kingdom. So let's head on over to Epcot, and we can talk about uh, a new nighttime spectacular, 
replacing Harmonious. Well, well, well. <laughs> I can't say I didn't see this coming because you can't replace a show like Illuminations with anything. <laughs> so there you go. Well, we don't. We're we don't. I don't think Illuminations coming back. I wish it was. Yeah, me too. I don't think it's coming back. Uh, we're, uns- we're, we're unsure if these barges are going. I, I hope they are. Right. Um, oh, that giant eyesore that's in the middle of my lake? Yeah. Uh, I don't like that. You know what's awesome is that show didn't even, well, it, it wasn't even a year before the announcement that it was leaving was made. Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. I knew it was going to happen. It's it's nuts, I- too. That was a D. That was a 2019 D23 announcement. Was was harmonious. That was a 2018 announcement. It was. Yep. Oh. Yeah. It took him a while to make that big ugly thing in the middle of the lake. <laughs> you know? I, I I figured I figured it was staying for a long time. I mean, I just figured thing. they because they spent all the money on the barges. It, they announced it so long ago. They finally it, got it out there, and now it's going away. And Illuminations ran for like 20 years. Yeah. So, you know, why wouldn't a night, the next nighttime show run for 20 years, not even make it 20 months in reality? Yeah. Well, it's you can't replace something as good as Illuminations with something that's kind of subpar and expect people to not have a feeling about it. And I really think it got negative reviews. And I think people were just kind of like, really? Because the music's not as good. Although my mom liked it, you know, and there are people that like it, but it's just not what it needs to be. It just, and I'm sure this new show, they're going to utilize those barges. They have to. They've spent way too much money to not do something with those barges. They're just, they're going to do something with them. I don't know what yet, but they're going to. Well, I don't know, though. I mean, I wonder if part of the reason why they're getting why they're replacing the show is because people complain about barges. I don't know. I don't know what the main complaint was. Like, like I don't like like these nighttime shows are kind of funny because like people will just see and watch it because it's what you do at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. And and if you're if you're family on vacation and you're only spending one, you know, one day at each park, it doesn't matter if it was good or bad. Because you're not going back to see it anyway. Um, so like it, it and and it wasn't and it wasn't open long enough to real to realize that people are making return trips would have then seen it again. <laughs> so like like I don't think you have enough data to figure out like are people avoiding Epcot at night because this show is that bad? Like I don't know if they have that now. Now I could tell you they have it on me because every time I was at Epcot in the last year all but once i didn't stay to watch the show because i didn't like it and so i would leave because i'm like i don't need to watch the show if you don't have that center view if you will you don't really it's hard to get a good view of that circle ring thing so then if you don't have that then like you know what's the point that's how i looked at it so you you leave early to beat the traffic you know the the traffic of people leaving oh yeah because it's a madhouse when that lets up yeah and you don't get that good nighttime I'm walking out music like you used to get and that was the the magic the tapestry of nations music which I yeah. so badly miss that was the best I listened to it in my car 
do, do you know what I wanted from the walkout of Epcot? Um, I heard that they were adding a sparkling walkway in uh, Tron Light Cycle Run. And I got all excited because I thought maybe they were bringing back the fiber optic walkway from Epcot. Yes, I loved that. No, it's just got like shiny sparkles in it. That's uh, that's what makes it uh, the sparkle <laughs> on Tron. Oh my gosh, the fiber oh, optic walkway was amazing. It was. Yeah, like the the ground has like bits of glass in it, so it reflects the light from up top. That mm. that's what it had. That's what they have in the around the fountain on the other side, the the pylon fountain at Epcot. You'll see rings in the ground, but they're not lights. They're just you know bits of glass. I'll have to see that on the pavement. Yeah, yeah to reflect the light. So it, it kind of it looks it kind of does the purpose, but not totally. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's good, but you can tell it's from the Dollar Tree. <laughs> so it's not quite there. Uh, man, I'm just, I I this I think everybody was shocked that this show was leaving. And the, yeah. uh, the, rumor, the rumor I saw was that it would be gone by March 31st of 2023. And then, and then the rumor floating around is that Epcot Forever will be coming in, in the interim. Uh. Which I didn't really like. Uh, nobody but, liked Epcot Forever. Nobody did. Nobody. I don't think there was one person surveyed. And if you are a person that liked it, <laughs> let us know why. Epcot Forever is Epcot Forever is the rebound boyfriend or girlfriend that you have after you break up with a long-term relationship. Oh yeah, it's not good. You know it's not gonna last. You're just you know killing time with it. You're like, right. okay. No That's one really likes it, but they know it's got to be there for a while. And it could have been better had they had the original soundtrack to all of the attractions. Like, I would have appreciated the original soundtrack, but no, no, no. We couldn't do that, could we, Disney? Because that would just be too easy and good. That's what I wanted. Yeah, and then the ending was with the whole New World song, which just, like, threw everybody off. it It was just awful. It was awful. I saw it once. I regretted it. I never saw it again. And it really just made me sad because of what used to be, how good it used to be. And then it just was this disappointment of a show. Speaking of things that used to be, Liza, Mm -hmm. how about a figment meet and greet coming to Epcot in 2023? Unlike Christina, I like figment and Dreamfinder. So I'm just going to say she doesn't like Dreamfinder at all. I actually don't mind it. And I remember being a kid and going to Epcot and seeing Figment and the guy would walk around, but Figment would be on his shoulder. Did you ever see that guy, Tony? Yes, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So is it going to be like that or is it just going to be Figment sitting at a table? Well, I've I've seen the full size Figment. There's also a full size Figment. That's like uh, five feet tall, six feet oh, tall. No. So I don't know if we're getting the the, the Dreamfinder carrying Figment around. I don't know if we're getting a little animatronic Figment. That would be cute. We don't know if we're getting a full size Figment. No, we shouldn't do that. We I don't, don't need think full size Figment. I don't think it's Dreamfinder because I don't because I think that's going to confuse people because unfortunately Dreamfinder hasn't been around for twenty five years. <sighs> well, and um, he wasn't part of the press sad. announcement, so. Um, now that's announced for the for late next year so we have to wait a year for a meet and greet my my guess is they're building something nice 
Uh, they have to be building something nice. nice inside <laughs> inside that building. They have to be, right? They can't. You can't tell me we're getting a meet and greet in a year, and it's just going to be Dreamfinder or uh, excuse me, Figment in front of like a, a cardboard cutout. They got to be building a, a whole thing where you go through yeah. and, be, and hopefully there's in the imagination no, pavilion when you exit the ride. Yeah, something. They need to do something because that area is so dated. And not in a good way. Yeah, I, right. I, I'm hopeful they're building a nice meet and greet for that. And and hopefully, uh, if that goes well, then they realize people like Figment and they decide to then work on the ride. Baby steps. Um, and then also coming to Epcot in late 2023 is the Journey of Water inspired by Moana and Communicore Hall uh, opening. Boo. <laughs> Communicore, yay. Moana, walk through, water splash, boo. <laughs> I just, they could have done so much more. And maybe they will at the other park. I mean, wasn't there a rumor of a Moana thing coming? Well, well, well hold on. Hold your horses. I, I'd, I'm just surprised. that I'm shocked that they're gonna they're spending another year to finish this. I mean, it's they, they're, they're painting the rock work right now. On the Moana meet and greet, the Communicore Hall, which is replacing that that tiered spire thing mm-hmm. on uh, Innovation Innovations uh, West, um, they got to build a new building for that, so that's going to take some time. But but everything else, I don't see how they, I don't see why they can't get the center of of that uh, area that that was you know blown out, and then the Moana walkthrough. I don't see. I, it's amazing they're going to take a year to get that finished. Yeah. It's amazing. Understand. That's the speed of progress, Adam. <laughs> that's progress for you. So that's all the news for Epcot. There was no real news for Hollywood Studios. And once again, for uh, Animal Kingdom, we got kind of this blue sky uh, half announcement uh, that said Moana and Zootopia are going to share a land to replace Dino Land USA. And they just okay. kind of like spitballed that. There was no real concrete, you know, announcement, no definition of what was going there. But hey, it was like a, one of those old Mickey Rooney, uh, Judy Garland movies. Like, hey, kids, let's put on a show. It's like, hey, guys, let's let's put a land somewhere. You know, what do you want to do? Yeah, oh, we we could put a Moana in Zootopia where Dino Land is. That's awesome, Josh. Let's do that. And uh, that was the whole announcement. OK, so hopefully. They're going to do the, the Moana boat ride, like I've suggested multiple times on this podcast, and somebody listens to it, and then they're going to do it. Because they are missing out on an opportunity of a lifetime to do that Moana boat ride. It, there's so many good things that can be in that boat ride. Um, they just, the water walkthrough was such a, like, it was such a disappointment when I heard that they were thinking like that's what they were going to do with this wonderful IP, like the, the music, everything about it, the colors. It's just an amazing movie. I love the music in that movie and the, that crab. That's really my main guy that I like, but I just, I kept thinking they're missing out. So maybe, maybe they're not going to miss out. Maybe they're going to do it. And the Zootopia, I could do without that. Unless they say that they're going to have a petting zoo. If they put a petting zoo back there, I will be okay with it. But you've already got somewhat of a petting zoo if you go back to Conservation Station. 
Yeah, we need more, though. There's not enough. <laughs> There's not enough animals back there to pet. Liza likes to pet animals. Um, so here's yeah. Joe Rody. Joe Rody in 2019, December 29th, talked about why Zootopia does not belong in the animal kingdom. Uh, he That's says, right. He says the animals are proxies for humans and human issues rather than animals in their own right facing animal-related issues. We try to enforce the no-pants rule. Classic characters accepted. I believe the no pants rule he's referring to is like animals like shouldn't be wearing pants, um, <laughs> except for like Mickey Mouse, the classic characters. That's what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, Daisy Duck doesn't wear pants, right? Uh, Donald certainly does not. And Pooh, Winnie the Pooh doesn't either. But I don't think he shows up in Animal Kingdom. Um, mm-hmm. So now, now Joe does not work for Disney anymore. He's quote unquote retired. So whatever he says, unfortunately, doesn't matter because he's not in charge. Mm-hmm. But I that whatever what he says about Zootopia is my opinion on it. It does not fit in the animal kingdom because it, the, the Zootopia is basically just, you know, it's just humans. They just ca- cast animals as the characters instead. Exactly. So, I don't know. Is it an either or or is it a both? Well, the concept that- art showed the concept art showed both. Okay. Um, that now, land doesn't seem that big. Is there lots uh, of room? Yeah. I think. Well, I think. It, I think it can. It can be. Dino Land is kind of large. Depends on how much stuff stays. Like if the Nemo Theater stays or goes. My guess is they would retheme Dino, uh, di- the dinosaur ride to something else. Um, I guess yeah. a, that would be a, the Zootopia ride. I guess. I would not uh, be upset about that. I don't. Um, I the Moana. I don't know if you saw it on the concept art, Liza, but the Moana. There's a there's a boat ride. There's a log flume uh, boat uh, in the concept art. Uh, I knew it. I'm telling you that I've been saying this for years. That that's the opportunity of a lifetime. The Moana boat ride. That's why I was so upset with the walkthrough. We are getting a 16 foot tall uh, Tafiti, mm-hmm. big old green leaf lady. Oh, really? Yes. That's yeah, that's the one in Epcot. Really? Yeah. That's really tall. Yeah, I don't know how they're gonna hide that, but I don't think they're going I don't to. Know. I think um I, I, I mean Moana it maybe works more with uh the animal kingdom because she you know she kind of connects with nature, but it's in a cartoon way. It's not in a real way, so it, ugh, it's kind of a, it's it's a stretch. Yeah. Um I don't like I said, I don't think Zootopia fits at all. Um no. I mean I would I mean I I like like I, I would love for them to I was listening to a podcast where, where they interviewed Joe Rody and the one thing he said that he wished the Animal Kingdom had was a South America themed themed land. And that's kind of like what I was hoping for for Dinoland, either, you know, another territory like South America or Australia, even if they did something over again, like with Nat Geographic, National Geographic, because they own that now. I think there's a lot more opportunities to keep within the animal kingdom theme than just using Zootopia and Moana. But who knows? I think that, 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 that part of the presentation with the, and with the magic kingdom beyond big thunder stuff was just very odd and strange how they did it. And it was, they were not very, the way they talked, they were not very confident in what they said. They were kind of, it almost was like they were nervous. And, and the two people that were up there, Chris Beatty, who's a Imagineering head, He's been Imagineering for a long time. And then Jennifer Lee is head of the animation studio. 
and she directed Frozen, and you know, she she knows what she's doing. But both of them did not seem comfortable speaking in front of a large crowd like that. It was just very odd that they threw them up there to now spitball ideas to you know put in the Animal Kingdom, where you know neither of them really you know had much hand in working on you know up until that point. All right. Well, that wraps up uh, the domestic parks. Uh, the only other announcements uh, were for the cruise line, uh, and that was the announcement of the new ship. Uh, the, the fifth, I'm sorry, the sixth ship in the fleet is going to be named the Disney Treasure, and uh, it's going to be focused on adventure. And Jasmine, Aladdin, and the Magic Carpet are going to be the Grand Atrium's uh, statue figure. So uh, how do you how do you feel about how do you feel about the treasure? And the the theme of it being adventure and the the atrium, Tony does not appear to have any sort of like Art Deco, ocean liner type themes to it. It does not. It has a very uh very green, very lush uh, uh look. Um, I'm all for it. I, I I don't care what they do in the atrium. I just like to see them make some changes to the uh, public spaces in the ship, specifically the walking path. Um, they you know. Hopefully they've learned from these past four months of people being on the wish what needs to be changed. I just don't know if they can do it and and keep the same general layout. So hmm. we'll see. I, I, in in the preview they which they showed like uh, in the portholes they showed different characters. You saw that right? Did mm-hmm. you see that? You okay? Uh, and then the last one they showed was the the hitchhiking ghosts from Haunted Mansion. I thought that was very odd to include them in a Adventureland treasure themed cruise ship uh, promotion. Listen, anytime that Phineas, Ezra, and Gus make it into uh, any type of advertising, I'm all for it. <laughs> if they find a way to incorporate the Haunted Mansion onto a ship, I'm in. All right. Um, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it, but. I'm sure they'll do like some kind of like bar or something, right? Mm-hmm. I would think that's what I would think. And then they showed the they showed the island, Tony. They did the what do they call it? Lighthouse, Lighthouse Point. Lighthouse um, Point, which which technically is not an island. Uh, it's a section at the southern tip of the island of Eleuthera. So the island of Eleuthera is pretty big. Uh, they've got a couple. Uh, I don't know, maybe maybe a thousand acres, uh, maybe nine hundred acres at the bottom, the south side of the island. Uh, and they are going to be creating a new guest area there, which will be their second uh, uh, private stop in the Caribbean, joining Castaway Key. So this is, uh, you know, all going to be focused on Bahamian culture and, uh, you know, the environment. So I think 90% of this uh, area, the 90% of Lighthouse Point is going to be powered by solar arrays. Um, and, you know, once again, artist concept looks gorgeous. Rumor has it that there might be you know, they might be allowing on the days that the cruise ship is not there, they may be allowing people into the uh, Lighthouse Point Beach area um, because, uh, you know, the island of Eleuthera is pretty big. Uh, so will this become a tourist destination on top of a cruise ship destination? It will be interesting to see. It looks I mean, the amount of like uh, public areas, uh, covered buildings uh, on the concept art, it's it, there's a lot of them. Yes. Um, it looks like it can hold a lot of people. I don't know how I I, I don't know how many, it's but it looks like it, it can. It's got to hold at least four thousand because that's how many are on the ships. It just looks so much bigger than the concept art. Look, makes it look so much bigger than Castaway. It does. Um, and and I wonder if people you know over the years have complained that there are no buildings at Castaway. 
Um, you know, maybe people want to be able to go and sit inside uh, and, mm. and have a drink or, you know, even undercover. If you can have a covered building with some fans, just they don't really have that. Cat. I didn't realize they didn't have that on Castaway. No, it's, it's pretty much all um, except with the exception of the the seating areas at Cookies and Cookies 2. Um, you know, it's it's all open and, and, and the cabanas, but there's only 20 of them. So. And the other thing I, that they have not started construction on that. I mean, it's the, the video that they showed with Josh tomorrow standing on uh, at the beach. They haven't started anything. And I, I was surprised that they really had it because that was that's also a 2019 announcement. It looked like they've, they've cleared some land. Um, if you look at the uh, some of the satellite views, mm-hmm. uh, it looks like they've cleared some land for the solar arrays and have started putting footings for buildings. Uh, but it's not supposed to be open until 2024. And, uh, you know, that's still they better hurry you know, up <laughs> li- literally 15 months away. So, oh, man, I mean, like, that's like, gosh, they got a lot of that's a lot of work um, and right. it's hard getting and it's They got to get construction workers there. I don't know where like I, I don't know where they come from when they're building in the Bahamas. Do they are they Bahamian or do they get people from America to come over? I don't you know, as a construction contractor myself in Florida, it is very hard finding workers. Um, mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of, uh, you know, the economy is in a weird place right now, but there's a lot of commercial construction. Uh, like, and, and Universal is tying up a lot of those workers working on Epic Universe. Um, so it's hard to find people. Um, so right, I don't I know if I don't know if this island, if they if, the, if it's just Bahamian people working on it. I don't know how that works, but I think they're pledging to a mostly Bahamian uh, workforce. Yeah, I, I mean, it makes sense. It does. Because, it's, I mean, how else do you get people there? It's just like at some point, do they, do they have the, the knowledge and the skills to be able to complete that, that much, that detailed work? Eventually, Disney, you know, right. has special things that they want. So, um, oh, boy. Well, I mean, it looks, it looks really good. It, it looks does. like it's going to be really cool. But i got to get on a cruise. Well, they also announced, and maybe you can jump on one of these cruises, that the Disney Wonder uh, we'll be headed over to Australia and New Zealand in 2023. And I think that's something that I had mentioned in a previous show as as possibly happening. Yeah. Uh, because Disney Cruise Line did sign some paperwork back in, I believe, March of 2022. Um, and it was kind of a foregone conclusion that they would be headed over there. The wonder was left off some of the fall itineraries uh, for 2023 when they were released and I assumed that they would be making the announcement at D23, and they did. Uh, so it looks like the Wonder will be over in uh, three ports in Australia and working out of uh, one port in New Zealand. And they will be doing two to six night cruises, uh, of course, with a couple of uh, trans-Pacific repositioning cruises that they have to do. Uh, but they will be coming back to the States when they're done and uh, probably doing uh, their Alaska uh, itinerary. Uh, for the summer. I would do New Zealand. I've been there before. I'd go back. I wouldn't want to do Australia because it's the most deadliest everything lives there. I'm serious. Look it up. <laughs> the uh, the trans-Pacific ones, the repositioning, where they're st- if they're stopping in like Fiji and stuff, that, that sounds really cool. Yeah, Fiji's so really nice. Amazing. I've been there. Yeah. Um. I don't know where they start. Do they start from Hawaii and go they down start, there? Start in Hawaii. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's a nice cruise. You go start from Hawaii. You go into like Fiji and and America's Samoa and I don't know what else, you know all those places down there and then you 
and I I wouldn't want to fly home. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go. I would not want to go home. I'd be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not leaving. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That's that. That's cool though that they're adding that. That's uh that that make and that makes sense. I mean, you know, you 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 the cruisers, Tony, you guys are very faithful mm-hmm. to cruising, and and eventually, like, how many times can you go to the same? you know, uh, ports in Bahamas and in Mexico, right? This is something new and different. Yeah. And and I'm sure there's people that, like, have wanted to go to Australia and New Zealand, but maybe they're uncomfortable because it's a long trip, but they would do it if it's on a Disney cruise. Exactly. And and just to uh, clarify that itinerary, uh, from Honolulu to Sydney and then from Sydney to Honolulu, uh, the ports are uh, New Caledonia, Fiji, Pago Pago, American Samoa, and the island of Maui. Oh, I see. I didn't. I guessed. I didn't know that they were stopping there. That's cool, though. That's that's a nice cruise. Yes. It's I want It's a 13 night to get there and a 15 night to get back. Is it how much are? Does it does have the prices for those? Um, if you want an inside stateroom, it is twenty eight hundred dollars a person, uh, for the 15 night and. That's not bad. That's it. For the 13 night. That's, that's it. Not that's it. bad at all. for the whole cruise. For the whole cruise. $2,800 for 13 nights? Per person. Now, I wouldn't, have two want, in the room. An, I wouldn't want an inside stateroom for that long. No, I wouldn't either. All right. Well, oh. the veranda is going to cost you $4,700 per person. That's, that's still, I don't that's I don't think that's that expensive. But, but, <laughs> well, if you think about just the flights to get to somewhere like Fiji is going to cost you a couple thousand bucks or at least 1600 yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, per person. So if you're flying to Hawaii, that's not going to be as bad. No, but then eventually you got to get home. You're now you if you if you start in Hawaii, now you're in Sydney. Now you have to fly home from Sydney. And that, that's oh. I'm sure that's expensive. Oh, so you're not going back. No, these are just the the, the repositioning, the one timers. Uh, it's a lot of money. But yeah. you know what? If you got the money, that's a good way to do it. And it might even be still cheaper a little bit because you are getting your food and, and lodging is paid. And, and that's a long time. It's going to be, you know, I think it's a good deal. Tony, would you do 13 nights on that on the wonder ship? Tony would do 40 nights. Tony's ready. <laughs> I would do it in a heartbeat. However, I'd be sailing alone because Cheryl wouldn't do it with me. Why would she? Well, I'll, I'll go. Well, I don't know if I could. I, I don't know if I can do 13 nights. That's the problem. With you work. can work remote. Come on. Oh, gosh. That's hard. But uh, but I don't know how good the internet would be out there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, well. Well, it's like backwards because it's like reversed because it's the southern hemisphere, right? So like mm-hmm. oh, the, the, top, the, yeah, the toilet jet spins back. the other way. Yes. Jet lag is nuts. <laughs> And that's why Adam can't sail for 13 days because the toilet exactly. spins the wrong way. The toilet, the toilet. He can't take it. All right. And on that happy toilet uh, draining spinning note, we should probably end this show. Wash it. I'd like to remind <laughs> our listeners that, as always, our podcast is sponsored by Main Street More Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner. You can check out their website, MainStreetMoreTravel.com, request a quote, and let Chris and her team plan your family's next vacation. You can find us, the Mouse and More podcast, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search on our name. And on behalf of Liza and Adam, this is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.